Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. The following episode is brought to you by Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com slash This Is America and is a throwback Tuesday from 2019, back when Trump was president. A couple of my thoughts on a few different topics. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back. Mr. Call Screener, who is a budding radio star, by the way. Richie Valdez is terrific. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. We're talking Antifa, Anarchy, and Alinsky today on This is America. With your host, Rich Valdez. Thank you, Mr. Chris Libertini, the production director at WABC Radio in New York City. And of course, a big thanks to our executive producer, Mr. Cementa from The Mark Levin Show. So you want to be a gangster? All that smoke any mother don't even trip. You be hard as hell. Take whatever you want. Punk suckers want to front. They get done to a gangster. So the Democrats want to be gangsters. No more Mr. Nice Guy, huh? And nope, she's not in jail. Now she wants to fight. Check out this clip of Hillary Clinton in England earlier this week on CNN. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. But until then, the only thing that the Republicans seem to recognize and respect is strength. And you heard how the Republican members, led by Mitch McConnell, the president, really demeaned the confirmation process, uh, insulted, uh, and attacked not only uh, Dr. Ford, but women who were speaking out. You know, look, I remember Republican operatives shutting down the voting in Florida uh, in 2000. I remember the swift voting of John Kerry. I remember the things that even the Republican Party did uh, to John McCain in 2000. I remember what they did to me for 25 years. The falsehoods, the lies, which unfortunately people believe because the Republicans have put a lot of time, money, and effort in promoting them. So when you're dealing with an ideological party that is driven by the lust for power, that is funded by corporate interests who want a government that does its bidding, it's hard. you can be civil, but you can't overcome what they intend to do unless you win elections. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I remember, uh, Mrs. Clinton, I remember you losing in 2016. I also remember, uh, and I think America's going to remember, this call for incivility. 
which seems to be the going trend. And if you don't believe me, wait, there's more. Check out this one from uh, former Attorney General Eric Holder speaking at what looks like a school and contradicting First Lady Michelle Obama while advocating violence. Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her, you know, she and my wife like really tight, um, which always scares me and Barack. But Michelle always says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No. No. When they go low, we kick them. what this new Democratic Party is about. We're proud as hell to be Democrats. We're willing to fight for the ideals of the Democratic Party. So very, very classy, Mr. Holder. And they say that Trump is uncouth. This guy wants to kick people while they're down. Mr. Producer, does that sound like tolerance to you? Aren't the Democrats the party of tolerance? Yeah, so we would think. Looks like mob rule is the new Democrat Party. And I'm not saying that. That's that's literally what Eric Holder just said, the new Democrat Party. But is it really? And what I'm saying there is, wasn't it the Democrats that led lynchings in the South? Wasn't it President Obama that said Democrats were the party of slavery? Don't believe me? Listen to this. I understand this is not just a matter of Democrats versus Republicans or liberals versus conservatives. At various times in our history... This kind of politics has invected both parties. Southern Democrats were the bigger defenders of slavery. It took a Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, to end it. Dixocrats filibustered anti-lynching legislation, opposed the idea of expanding civil rights. And although it was a Democratic president and a majority Democrat Congress spurred on by young marchers and protesters, They got the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act over the finish line. Those historic laws also got passed because of the leadership of Republicans like Illinois' own Everett Dirksen. So neither party has had a monopoly on wisdom. Well, well, well. So it seems that, uh, thankfully, uh, President Obama decided to tell us the truth and uh, admit that, yes, the Democrats are the party of slavery. And it seems that the riots from the 60s, the Weather Underground and their bombings uh, of buildings, uh, FALN and their bombings, and all of their mob tactics are not necessarily new to the Dems. This has been the left's strategy, or I should say the strategy of the left, for decades. Because it was the radical leftists from the 60s that have molded and prepared the Hillary's and Barack's of today. So, in fact, I would argue that Progressive liberals like John F. Kennedy helped bring the Democrats back to the center. But each Democrat following Kennedy from Lyndon Johnson straight through Obama has edged closer and closer to the extreme left. So now we have candidates that want to oppose the Constitution, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for example, who is the prodigy of Senator Bernie Sanders. Now, even the likes of seemingly moderate Democrats like Cory Booker once was and Kamala Harris once was, they've even moved further to the left to be able to compete with their far left progressive colleagues like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. But why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because at its core, leftists believe that the government is the cure to all ills. And in the Trump era, free thinking Americans are deciding to think for themselves. 
They want to decide what's good for them and what's good for their families. It's not the government deciding for us that the left wants. The left wants to decide what's good for us. So this bothers them because liberty bothers them. And our God-given rights to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness bothers them as well. This is America. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. And of course, I want to check in with one of our sponsors. That's right, Noom, N-O-O-M.com. That's Nancy, Oscar, Oscar, Mary.com, slash This Is America. This is the app you want to use if you want to get your thoughts kind of in a row, get your ducks in a row mentally so that you don't go to stress eating or messing around with your diet, not staying hydrated. This thing is going to help you stay on track. You're going to stay hydrated. You're going to stay focused and you get a coach plus a bunch of great psychological articles if you want to read those. It's like having a performance coach in an app. You can use it anytime, anywhere. Check out your personalized trial at Noom dot com slash this is america that's n-o-o-m dot com slash this is america it's time for you to take your health seriously your diet matters noom.com slash this is america is where you can go to check it out noom.com slash this is america in times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter, JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. JustFacts.com slash Rich. This is America. The Antifa anarchists have been going wild in Portland for years, and I know this because my good friend Mike Strickland has been speaking truth to power to them for years as both an activist and a blogger in Portland, Oregon. So last year, he was attacked by protesters while covering a demonstration in Portland and drew his licensed handgun to defend himself from a mob of masked left-wing protesters. Now, as the saying goes, no good deed goes unpunished. Mike was obviously charged with some sort of violation, and the incident went viral, getting uh, tons of uh, activity on YouTube. With all of the news this week, with uh, Antifa mobs attacking cars and blocking traffic, I couldn't help but think of my buddy Mike Strickland in Portland. So today, Mike Strickland writes for the Gateway Pundit, and it's my pleasure to welcome here to This Is America. So, Mike Strickland, welcome. You're on This Is America. Hey, thanks for having me. We have the audio of your attack. Why don't you set the scene for us before uh, Mr. Producer plays that cut? Okay. Well, um, 
you know, I, I, I had covered a lot of political events in the Portland area here as mainly a video-based uh, news journalist that eventually morphed into uh, landing some blogging jobs, too. You know, I covered a lot of things that the mainstream media was not covering, and I had so much leeway on YouTube and through blogs and whatnot that I could pretty much cover whatever I wanted. So I covered a lot of protests in the area, a lot of, like, politician town halls, a lot of the goings on at uh, the local colleges when they're, you know, doing their Marxist indoctrination yeah, stuff. Gotcha. So on this particular day, what's it like? You were covering a protest, a demonstration, yep. or were you just walking through the neighborhood? Tell us what's going on. I was covering a protest. You know, when I go to these things, I'm not there to start fights or argue with anyone. I take like a fly on the wall perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I just stand there. I keep to myself, usually have my camera on a monopod. And I'm just filming what happens. And then, you know, post it up on YouTube to cover events here in the Portland area. And so, yeah, I, I was just there to cover the event, see what's going on. And then I'm, I'm just standing there filming. Next thing I know, a gang of these masked thugs, led by a guy who's literally twice my size, uh, standing there minding my own business, and I look over, and these guys are making a beeline straight for me. I want to play the clip so that uh, everybody can can follow along on what's happening. Get out of here, racist. I'm not a racist. Dude, don't get the out of here. Don't put your hands on me. So that was a lot to take in. Give us the play-by-play. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm just standing there minding my own business, and I look over, and these guys are making a beeline straight for me. And they're they're led by this guy. His name is Benjamin Carenza, and uh, he's literally twice my size. Uh, he's got a vast criminal history. These guys are, you know, five, six, seven, I don't even remember how many of them. They're wearing masks over their faces. They're carrying their anarchist flagpoles, which I've personally seen used as weapons. So they start encircling me. They start pushing and shoving me, screaming at me to get out of there. I'm like, hey, you know, leave me alone. Don't put your hands on me. And I start backing away immediately. Um, The listeners can uh, see all these videos on my YouTube channel, uh, Laughing at Liberals on Mm -hmm. YouTube. And so I'm backing away up the block, and these people are just converging on me. And it reaches a point where I've been on the retreat this entire time. Yeah, so tell me what's going through your head right now when when these guys are coming your way. Oh, they mean business. You know, I've dealt with a little bit of, you know, verbal abuse at these things, but not quite like this. You know, not not this level of uh, physical abuse towards me. And so my thing at that point is, is, is to try to avoid the situation. I'm, I'm on the retreat. I'm backing away the entire time as these guys are continuing to bear down on me. And it reaches a point where sort of the bulk of the mob and yeah, another guy the coming straw up breaks the camel's back. back and uh, it's got to do something to defend yourself. Yeah, it reaches a point. The bulk, the bulk of the mob is to my right, so that's where my attention is. And I happen to catch out of the corner of my eye this big dude, Benjamin Carenza, now coming up on my blind side. And at that point, I had every reason to believe that these guys were just seconds away from flattening me into the pavement, robbing me of my camera gear, my computer gear. They left me with pretty much no choice but to draw at that point. With that in mind, and I mean, it sounds like a lot to go through, and 
I know that you went through a whole legal process related to that, and I can't imagine what that was like. What's your sense of what's happening right now in Portland? As you know, Portland's been in the news again with uh, now Antifa in the streets. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's the scary precedent here that's been set with my case, because I was the one arrested, charged with crimes, eventually found guilty of 10 felonies for not wanting wow. to be beaten and robbed. And these mob of thugs are considered the innocent victims. So essentially what you have here on the streets of Portland is mob violence has been legalized. And the First Amendment has been invalidated. So mobs of thugs can go around assaulting journalists in the street. And if the journalists try to stop the mob of thugs, then they're the ones guilty of crimes. And the mob of thugs are the innocent victims. And wow. so with that scary precedent, the mobs pretty much rule the streets now. The, the police are ordered by the mayor to stand down, let, let these mob of thugs rule the streets. And oh, so that's, that's why you see the you cops standing happen. around just yeah. um, watching. Yeah, when it happened to me a couple of years ago, no police anywhere to be seen. There's hundreds of these guys marching through the streets, screaming and yelling, you know, and not a single uniformed police officer anywhere to be seen. You know, we're, we're left to fend for ourselves how, in the How do we fix now. this, Mike? What, what's the, the most peaceful way to resolve this? Film the politicians in your area. Film what's actually happening in the area. Post it up on YouTube. Post it up on Facebook. You know, let the world see what, what's actually going on with these things, but stay safe at the same time. Tell me about your work with Gateway Pundit. I know that you're writing there now. Tell me uh, all about it. Oh, geez. Um, well, so here's one of the interesting things is after I was found guilty of not wanting to be beaten and robbed, in fact, even when I was on pretrial release, they had banned me from blogging, going on Twitter, posting videos on YouTube, wow. um, talking to the media. So, so I, I could not state my case, but a lot of that's been lifted. I'm still banned from filming political events. So I just wow. try to cover what I can. And, and again, I like to focus on things that I think deserve attention that so, aren't being covered by mainstream absolutely. media. And you've always been really good at that. So tell everybody that's listening how they learn more about, you know, what Mike Strickland is doing and, and your work <laughs> with Laughing at Liberals. Uh, yeah, youtube.com slash laughing at liberals is my YouTube channel. I encourage everybody to get out there because I'd hate to see what happened to me happen to anybody else. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Mike Strickland from Portland, Oregon. Up next, we're going to talk about why the left acts this way. We're going to look at a few rules from Saul Alinsky's famous book, Rules for Radicals, when we come back on This is America. This is America. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. You don't hand badges to an arsonist, and you don't give power to an angry left-wing mob, and that's what they've become. The Democrats have become too extreme and too dangerous to govern. Republicans believe in the rule of law, not the rule of the mob. So why does the left behave this way? From the macro sense, it's in line with the thinking and teaching of left-wing dictators. Communist leaders who used emotional blackmail to appeal to and manipulate the masses. 
if you've heard me say before that there's an art of influencing, it's because there is when you want to influence people. And the media is excellent at this and politicians are even better than they are. And the left has mastered the art of influencing people by taking their emotions hostage and taking whatever else they want by force. So you heard me talk about Saul Alinsky, the uh, community organizer who wrote a book, uh, several, but most famous for his book, Rules for Radicals. I want to read off a couple of these rules. We're not going to be able to break them down on today's program. I want to read them so that you have an idea of what was going through Alinsky's mind and the approach that he takes in his quote-unquote community organizing. So rule number one, power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Mind you, he's talking about community organizing. So the enemy here is defined as people that disagree with him, just to underscore the mindset. Rule number two, never go outside the expertise of your people. Sounds like a nice way of saying, don't try to educate people. Keep it simple, stupid. Rule number three, whenever possible, go outside the expertise of your enemy. So here he's saying, try to trip them up. Be smarter than they are. And again, referring to the enemy, your adversary, someone that, you know, that you're trying to uh, potentially come to a solution about a community issue with, he refers to them as the enemy. Rule number four, make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. Rule number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. I think we just saw a good example of that with uh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Rule number seven, a tactic that drags on too long becomes a drag. Rule number eight, keep the pressure on. Rule number nine, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Now here's another classic example that we just witnessed with the, the threat. The threat was, we'll make these allegations against Brett Kavanaugh, he'll bail out, and we will have knocked him off of being considered for the Supreme Court. Kavanaugh dug in his heels, the president had his back, and this didn't fail. And that's because rule number nine, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Rule number 10, the major premise for tactics is the development of operations that will maintain a constant pressure upon the opposition. Rule number 11, if you push a negative hard and deep enough, it will break through into its counterside. Rule number 12, the price of a successful attack is a constructive alternative. Rule number 13, Pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. Now, these rules come as uh, no surprise for anybody that's ever looked at Rules for Radicals, but for those of you who haven't, eye-opening. It's eye-opening to see that this is how folks on the left look at community organizing. But where does it come from, right? What's the genesis of this? If we look at some of the uh, most accomplished communist leaders in history, we, we come across Mao. And Mao has written multiple books. I want to read to you a little bit from Mao's book, quotations from Mao Tse Tung, the correct handling of contradictions among the people. Mao says, there are two types of social contradictions, those between ourselves and the enemy and those among the people themselves that confront us. The two are totally different in nature. This is from the chapter entitled, On the Correct Handling of Contradictions Among the People from February of 1957. Mao goes on, to understand these two types of contradictions correctly, we must first be clear on what is meant by the people and what is meant by the enemy. So as you can see now, Mao also refers to an enemy when talking about dealing with contradictions amongst people. Going back to what uh, Mao wrote, at the present stage, the period of building socialism 
the classes, strata, and social groups that favor, support, and work for the cause of socialist construction all come within the category of the people, while the social forces and groups which resist the socialist revolution are hostile or to sabotage socialist construction are all enemies of the people. I got this excerpt from uh, Marxists.org if you want to go check it out. I think this speaks volumes. Here we have uh, Chairman Mao, the chairman of the Communist Party who uh, presided over China for decades, very clearly stating that the people are defined as people that are willing to work with the Communist Party, people that are willing to build socialism into their everyday lives. The enemy are people that disagree. This floors me because being American and living in a country where I thought we could disagree, I have lots of friends that like some like the Yankees, some like the Mets. Nobody looks at each other as the enemy. But here, they're clearly, communists clearly see anybody that opposes their communist ideology. If you are not on the left with them, you are their enemy. Yes, you heard that right. People that disagree with socialism, people that disagree with communists, people disagreeing with left-wing ideology are enemies of the people in their opinion. No wonder the leftists are okay with taking things by force because they've been trained to see everyone that disagrees with them as the enemy. Because the government controls the military and the military can literally force you to do whatever they want and say, these are how communist regimes get into power. This is how Mao got into power. This is how Castro got into power. That's why 101 years ago this month, Lenin came into power by using military force that overthrew the Russian government in the, what's known as the Red October Revolution of 1917. It was a coup. It sparked a civil war, and it led to a one-party communist rule in Russia that redistributed the wealth and private property of its citizens. Maybe Fidel Castro thought that his fellow citizens in Cuba were the, also the enemy of the people when he jailed them for their political disagreements. So it, it's clear to me I don't want our great country to end up like Venezuela, to end up like Russia or the Soviet Union, or China for that matter. And when any political party starts pushing Marxist ideas, acting like strongmen and taking things by force, using mob tactics, we have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? How did we get to this mob rule? How did we get to this anarchy? That's where Alinsky comes in. Saul Alinsky teaches folks on the left how to organize low-income earners specifically, which data suggests are oftentimes earning less because they have lower levels of education. So something I've always been passionate about is education. Education to me is the great equalizer. Education is what will allow people to be able to think freely, amass wealth, make a difference in their lives. Without education, you can get stuck into one of the groups that the Marxists want you to be stuck in. On other fronts, Last week, Snoop Dogg called Kanye and Uncle Tom. And this week, CNN's panel, which uh, consequently was made up of uh, three or four African-Americans, if I'm not mistaken, led by Don Lemon, called Kanye a token Negro. Take a listen to this. And he's an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous. So if you listen to that, you can see how the media is using the art of influencing to attack on the basis of race because he disagrees with them politically. 
And again, these are the tactics that the left uses over and over and over again. If you disagree, we will label you with something that would make you morally inferior. We'll call you a racist. We'll call you a, a rapist, a sexist, a misogynist to pit you against the rest of society because it doesn't matter what you think. If you think those things, somehow I'm morally superior to you and you're morally inferior because you disagree with me. You're the enemy. This is the effect that Marxism is having. And it's crept into our colleges, it's crept into our media, it's crept into many institutions in our country. In order to stop it, we must be able to recognize it so we can root it out and be aware. And switching gears to our A-list on Americanism section, and switching gears to our A-list on, about five years ago, I used to write a column in the Washington Times called the A-list on Americanism. And it started out as a look at the political activity of folks in Hollywood and A-list celebrities, and it kind of evolved, and I ended up writing about a lot of different topics. But um, I wanted to have a segment on This Is America, where we kind of covered that and kind of give an update on Kanye, since he's been making so many headlines lately, and he's really a lot of fun to talk about. So as I mentioned, he's being chastised by the left because he's decided to disagree with them. So they've called him a racist. But what makes it more interesting is Taylor Swift also chimed in on women in politics. And she did that to support women in politics by endorsing two men, two men running on a the Democratic platform. So it's reported that registration goes up, but interestingly, the poll numbers for the Republicans also went up. Isn't that interesting? Look, I say it all the time. Either you love America or you don't. Either you love liberty or you don't. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. In times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter. JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. JustFacts.com slash rich. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com.